Hello and welcome to From the Trenches, a Business Examiner Newsgroup podcast. My name is John McDonald. This episode's special guest is an owner of Talon Signs, an organization specializing in the design, manufacturing, and installation of signage across Vancouver Island and parts of British Columbia. She covers the origins of the business, lessons learned along the way, the importance of marketing, and much more. Our conversation starts now. Uh, my name is Renee Eastman. I'm one of the owners of Talon Signs, and uh, we're just reaching our 10th year here um, for our anniversary. We manufacture custom signs, uh, vehicle wraps. We do installations, um, basically any visual advertising or branding that your company would need. We do the physical aspect of that. Awesome. Well, Renee, I appreciate your time today. I've been looking forward to this chat. Um, and first of all, I want to say congratulations on 10 years. That is a major milestone. Uh, business fail rate is very, very high, even past five years. So you've accomplished something very significant. Um, I'm wondering if you can give me a little bit of a background, just kind of on the origins of the business and how Talent Science got started. My husband and I have a background. Um, he's, his background is in manufacturing and design and science. And I have a construction background. So I've always done construction management in the office end of things, bookkeeping. And I was off recovering from an injury and probably had too much time on my hands while I was home with my young daughter and uh, started getting a little restless. And I convinced my husband to quit his job of 26 years. And we started our company. Just needed a challenge in life, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Well, you certainly, entrepreneurship is certainly a great challenge to take on. Um, as the business, I mean, I, I know this is a bit of a, it's a very small question in light of the 10-year history of the business, but is there any, a, maybe a, a couple of highlights that stick out to you as the business has kind of grown and evolved over the years? I guess our first major project was a big one. We were pretty green, fresh into it. We knew the industry, but of course, when you're standing on your own two feet, not relying on a large company behind you, it's a little different. It was when we were awarded the contract to do the two large LED screens at City Center Park. That's when we realized, holy crap, you know, we're a company here. And it, it started getting its own life happening. And uh, yeah, that was that was a good size contract. And it was involved. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about that, you know, holy, holy smokes, we've got a business here. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? I know it's something that I felt myself, especially the first couple of years in the business, you know, as newer clients come on and stuff like that. But did you feel uh, relief, uh, excitement or validation, you know, a drop of fear, anything stick out there? Definitely excitement and validation. Um, and we had, we had installed this type of sign before, but we had never done it at this magnitude. Um, these signs were so large and in such a high value that we couldn't have a freight company bring them up to us. So we ordered them directly from a company out of China. All these boards are manufactured out of the same area. So um, they're pretty much the same product, just with different branding. So we brought them through a company out of California. So I had to fly my guys down to California, rent a U-Haul van, <laughs> stuff the components in the van and drive up over the border. Holy smokes. <laughs> that is amazing. Well, yeah, and it's just very cool to see how these problems uh, get solved. Uh, one of the things I have really appreciated uh, over the years getting to know you is that you built this business. It's a family company. And I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit about that, what it's been like building a business with your husband and if there's any challenges or benefits that have kind of come out of that. 
A lot of challenges in the beginning, um, figuring out what's his department, what's my department, and then where we have crossover. And um, through time, we kind of, you know, I let him run his department the way that he sees fit. And I try not to interfere <laughs> as much as possible. And same for mine. So I, I work on more like the business end of things, a um, little bit of project management, on-site stuff on construction sites. And he does the manufacturing, um, does a lot more customer service than I do. And it's kind of funny how little we can communicate sometimes <laughs> about certain things. I'll have sometimes no idea what he's working on. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's very cool. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, is there anything that you would pass on to other business owners? Uh, maybe if there's this, I know it's a bit of a bigger question, but a, a singular piece of advice, something that you've gleaned uh, over the years uh, that you'd pass on, maybe to, maybe not, probably not competitors, you know, but other people who want to be entrepreneurs. Honestly, just look at ways you can help people out, whether it's your own staff, your business partner, your customers, just trying to help them out and build a positive experience out of the problems that they may have. And then for the rest of the year, what does it look like for you at Talent Science? Is there anything, uh, any big projects you want to highlight or any, anything you want to promote? We've done a lot of thinking about our branding lately and who we are in the market, who we work with, what, what our strong points are. And um, I think what we'll do is work on upping our branding and our marketing and kind of letting people know a little bit more what we do and who we are. We tend to be either busy or private and not post a lot of stuff online. But I really think that in this digital age, we need to start doing that more. What I find interesting about your business is that you touch or are involved in so many different, I went to even major projects and organizations throughout the region. And so like when I went to visit you around Christmas last year, you had been making a sign for an organization that just won an, uh, a big award at our event. And I actually saw them a couple months later and they loved working with you and all that. So I love that because you touch, you have so many opportunities uh, to, to promote because you touch a little bit of everything. So yeah, one of the things you did talk about there was some, was this focus on branding and you can kind of elaborate on this as little or as much as you'd like. Um, but in the lead up to the interview, you mentioned there was just some challenges uh, going on with uh, some things with the branding of the business. I'm wondering if you can kind of elaborate on that uh, a little bit or whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah. So we were made aware of another company coming into the market with the same, very similar name to us. So um, we had to figure out a way to approach this uh, where there was either going to be one Talon in Canada, or is there a way there can be two Talons in Canada? Can we work collaboratively on this? That Because signs are such a broad area. There's a lot of gray areas. There's a lot of crossover with what everybody does in the sign industry. Now, the, the plus is that the sign industry is very collaborative. We'll work with other companies and um, say we install or manufacture for them. And most of the time we can kind of get along. So what we have done is um, we have negotiated a get along agreement where they know their area. They understand that we have senior usage of this trademark in Canada. And we've established what each person's primary business is and different ideas for how we can differentiate ourselves in the market. And that's really where our next marketing plan comes in is how do we differentiate ourselves as being talent science in the market so people know that they're, they're working with us and not the other company. 
what would you pass on to other business uh, owners or leaders who, in order to maybe to protect themselves from these kinds of situations or how to respond? Um, anything come to mind there? I would say keeping your social media and your website current with your active projects because it becomes like a journal and it shows people what you're doing in the market. Um, it is possible that had we been doing that more in the past, that this company would have realized that we did that type of work and we wouldn't have had to maybe defend ourselves as much to prove that we've been doing this for a long time. The biggest piece of advice is just stay positive and believe in yourself and believe and just be, be who you are in your company and let your company, like our company really took a life of its own about the five year mark. And that's when I realized that I can't control every aspect of it. There are definitely things out of my control. Um, and just to let my staff have autonomy, let them do their job as they see fit. We produce the structure and the framework of the business and the tools to allow our staff to do their jobs properly. So I got two quick questions for you uh, to wrap up. Uh, the number one question here is the best personal advice you've received. And so this could be a specific quote to a specific person or a collection or a theme uh, of advice maybe that you really, that's impacted you. A collection or a theme would certainly be going back to my youth sports. Like I played a lot of soccer, basketball, baseball, and it was always the coaches that encouraged us to work together as a team and just have a positive attitude. And that's probably what served me best. Yeah. The positive attitude stuff I think is just, it's so critical because there's going to be so many challenges, you know, and if you, ha if you're kind of base or your default is positivity, I mean, I think it's just performance of the company, mental health, physical health, all that stuff. I mean, my job in the company, and it, this is right back to the sports again, I was never the goal scorer, but I was the one on the team that was either defending the rest of the players and, you know, preventing the other team from scoring. And I was also the one on the team, though, that would set up other people for scoring goals. You know, I was the one that would kick it out in front of the net so that my teammate could come in and, you know, we'd all be cheering. And I kind of play the same position in the company as well. We set up our staff so that they can have these achievements and, and you know, feel that. <laughs> that is awesome. I identify with you on the defender side. I was never a goal scorer in hockey. Always a defenseman, lots of penalty minutes. And then the last one I've got for you, favorite restaurant on the South Island. Oh, lately, my daughter and I have been really into sushi. So we've been going to Sushi Lang for so good. Thanks for stopping by From the Trenches, the Business Examiner podcast. 